Hello, you're listening to the Bonded Books Podcast, where we discuss books, fight over book boyfriends, and the lack of filter is a family trait. If you're lucky, you might even hear one of our dogs barking in the background. Because hey, if we have to deal with them, then so do you. We hope to dazzle you with our discussion while not being hurtful to the authors we feature. Success not guaranteed. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Good morning and happy 2023. Oh my goodness. Happy New Year. Yeah. Happy New Year. I'm sure <laughs> it's going to be another fantastic year of nothing but good things. Mm-hmm. Apparently the New Year's resolution is positive thinking. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Even though I just got done banging my head on my computer desk because... I just can't cope with technology. I hate it. It's a wonder that I'm even able to sign into this phone call <laughs> <laughs> when needed. I like it. Bad but true. How are you today? What's new? Not much. I'm good. I have all three cats in the room with me and one of the dogs. So I apologize yeah, I in advance for... <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and my my dogs are still alive, so I also apologize in advance for the barking that I'm sure will be coming forthwith. Well, the kitten is sleeping. Mm -hmm. He just fell asleep in here, so hopefully he'll stay asleep for a while. He's hilarious. I love the video of his head stuck in the Kleenex box. He's super cute. Kittens (laughs) are, though, just like babies, right? They're cute so that you don't lose your mind. Uh, I'll take a kitten over baby any day. Oh, well, me too, which is why I have a kitten now. <laughs> I can cope with an animal than better than a crying baby. I'm all, make it stop. I don't know why it's crying. Yeah. I was a great mom when you were little. Wasn't I? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, okay, good. So, How are the girls? Fine. Everyone's asleep, so hopefully the pets oh, sleep. Everybody in my house sleeps while we record. And we have slip them a Mickey? <laughs> no, if anybody's getting <laughs> drugged in this house, it's me, okay? <laughs> Oh boy, can I relate? Yeah, so, sounds lovely. This is what I say. CPS doesn't get called when you lock yourself in a bedroom. <laughs> so I put myself in forced timeouts and I just, oh, you know, chill. Good thinking. Mm-hmm. Just think yes. smarter. <laughs> yes, not harder. Yeah. So are you ready to talk about this book? I am. Okay, good. Are you going to read the little blurb? Yes. One second. Okay, go. Go for it. Okay, so the book is Muscles and Monsters, book one in Leviathan Fitness by Ashley Bennett. The blurb says, Leviathan Fitness is known for monsters, muscles, and woven who rescue damsels in distress. After a wedding cake catastrophe, local decorator Tegan finds herself being helped by a solid wall of fur and fangs named Atlas. I don't know why it says decorator. It should say baker. I digress. Mm. <laughs> because she decorates the cakes too. I don't mm. know. Yeah. Okay. She's <laughs> never met anyone like him and finds herself enamored by his wolfish charm. After their sweet encounter, 
Atlas invites her to his gym anytime she needs his cake lifting services. Tegan decides that instead, she wants to lift the cakes herself. She signs up for a membership with Leviathan Fitness, determined to build her strength. Primal desires emerge as Atlas and Tegan test just how much their new love can lift, and if there are any limits to what monsters and humans can do. And then it says, this is book one, and each book will send her around the gym and feature a different monster pairing all right then so do you want to start or do you want me to start i can start that's i actually did notes this time so okay go ahead i did too <laughs> dedication was to anyone who's ever felt something for an anime wolf i've never felt anything for an anime wolf thank but you okay i will say that uh the beast from beauty and the beast was much better in his beast form <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's funny. So uh, yeah, Anime Wolf never crossed my mind, but I will say Beauty and the Beast probably really shaped who I am today. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Chapter one opens with Tegan. This is dual POV. So Tegan is struggling to get a wedding cake into her car after her assistant, Celine, called out sick. Side note, as soon as I saw this girl's name, I was very excited because I love this name. <laughs> for personal reasons yes so she's struggling to get this cake into the car it's one of the tears so the cake is for the mayor's daughter who is marrying a satyr and monsters began integrating with humans in this town briar Glen, over the last year of course she drops the cake layer and sees a big bad wolf for the first time, excuse me. And I have a highlight from when she sees him for the first time. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. It says, as I wiped away a tear, a giant shadow blocked out the sun. A pair of large furred feet, complete with sharp black nails, appeared in my line of sight. I looked up slowly, taking in the wall of dark gray fur standing in front of me. He was solid muscle, strong calves and thighs topped with a stomach that I'm sure had a six pack his shirt was hiding side note in my head i'm thinking isn't his fur hiding his six pack six pack but okay yes that's what i was also <laughs> thinking okay and then she continues my eyes continued upwards over his broad chest and thick neck to his face his muzzle was long and pointed the fur deepening to a dark black that matched that matched the color of his canine snout. The corners of his muzzle curled up in a kind smile and his ears twitched as he looked down at me. It looks like you're having a bad day. Can I give you a hand? That, that would be great. His body swayed back and forth slightly over my response. And it was then I realized that he had a tail. He was wagging his tail at me. Yes, I gotta tell you, I started reading this book and then I got to this part. Can I read this part? Mm-hmm. Okay, it says, he might not be human, but he was handsome. What would it be like to feel that furred, muscled body rubbing against my naked skin? And my note has in all capitals and in red, no! <laughs> no! Uh, I'm sorry, but I started reading this and I instantly was transported back to the traumatic reading of that do you know what I'm going to say? Yes. Okay. What is what is that type of book called? Uh, I don't remember. Anthology. It was an anthology and I had to read about the freaking wolves having sex with mm -hmm. a human being. And I thought as soon as I read that, I wanted to vomit. Did you bow out here? I, uh, I wanted to more than you will ever know. <laughs> 
I have never in my life looked at a dog and thought, hmm, that looks hot. I don't know why this didn't cross my mind when we picked this book, because it very clearly shows him as a wolf on the cover. And I remember that anthology you're talking about. So I don't know why it never crossed my mind. When, maybe I was thinking he was a shifter, but he's definitely not a shifter. He never shifts out of his wolf form, ever. Yeah. I think it was because you're evil and wanted to add to my trauma. Subconsciously, maybe, but I absolutely <laughs> never. Oh, I, God. It never crossed my mind. So, And I, yeah, I it, won a prize and a trophy because I actually read this whole book. And I can't tell you. Thank God it was short. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you how much I fought to read this book. Yeah. My, my soul is going, no. I struggled a couple times too. And it's funny, we've mentioned this before, I think when we were talking about that anthology, how other monsters are no problem. That squid sea monster thing. Well, well, that was yeah. weird. I got to tell you. <laughs> I, I got like, kind of shook when I read about when he's half in his tentacle form and half in his man form. But most of these books, the main character, male love interest, can shift. Mm-hmm. So this guy never shifts. So the whole time, she's a human the whole time. And the whole time, he's a wolf. A wolven. Yeah, it was a little weird. Just know that from the start, that this did not cross my mind. I don't think it ever crossed your mind either, that this is how the book was going to be. And I don't know why. It's very clearly stated on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> because we don't want to see it, even when it's right in front of our face. I guess, yeah. But there are other things in this book to talk about, but that was the main thing for me. I was like, oh, dear God. It's funny because I had that same quote highlighted. And then I also had a quote about his eye color. Oh, yeah. Go um, ahead. It's described as bright yellow eyes against his dark fur. They looked like full moons on a cloudless night. They sounded kind of cool, but I mm -hmm. also wouldn't want to look into them. I don't know. They don't sound like... I like how she describes them here, mm -hmm. but I don't think that I would ever look at eyes that color and think, oh yeah, like those are really beautiful eye colors. Well, I but, would if they were, he was, they were in the head of a man. Okay. Well, I was going to do a confession and say that I also don't like people with, I don't like blue eyes. What the hell is wrong with you? So I don't, I don't ever see somebody with blue eyes and I'm like, you're lusting, I after, those the, eyes. <laughs> you're lusting after the character in 1923 and he most definitely has blue eyes. Does he? I'm not really looking at his face. So. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm taking a look at the whole package. That is a really good show though. So side note, anybody yes. that hasn't watched it, you should watch it. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Agreed. Let's get back to it. We're yeah. still in chapter one. Mm -hmm. He ends up helping her clean up the cake from the sidewalk. And then they go into her bakery to wash their hands. She ends up catching him licking the frosting off his hands or paws, I guess. Oh, God. And she offers him a dozen cupcakes as a thank you. Yeah. And she just thinks him, him licking his hands is just so hot and sexy. Vomit. Everything. Everything about him is hot to her. Mm -hmm. Atlas ends up leaving the bakery and he goes to Leviathan Fitness where he's the owner. Oh, <laughs> my next note is weird quote about her ass. So let me get to it. Yes. Okay. So the quote is he's thinking about um, Tegan, right? Yeah. And he thinks... I could have sworn when I was washing my hands that, first of all, why is he calling them hands when he doesn't have hands? Right. He has paws. But yeah. okay. I could have sworn when I was washing my hands that she was checking out my ass. 
That made me feel better about the fact that when she was washing her hands, I was checking out her ass too. It looked so full and soft. Okay, this isn't weird yet. This is the weird part. <laughs> Perfect for resting my head on? Is that something people do? They rest their head on people's butts? Well, I won't say that I've never had that happen. But who, th who thinks that? It's but like... I don't know, Rachel. <laughs> okay. Anyways, I highlighted that because it was bizarre. It was. Then we end up meeting Atlas's BFF. His <laughs> name is Fallon. He's a he's a griffin. Yeah. I loved Fallon. I thought he was really funny. Really? Yeah. I Well, I guess I loved his interaction with Atlas because Fallon himself is not that funny, but the like insults or the thoughts that yeah. Atlas has about Fallon are funny to me. Mm -hmm. So then we switch back to Tegan. She's talking to her mom on the phone and she's confessing that she met somebody and it's a woven. Her mom is not concerned about it at all. I yeah. guess there's people in her town that are already dating woven. I would be so, drugging you and dragging you to a rehab or a mental hospital or someplace, <laughs> a private <laughs> island, if you told me you were you wanted to do a dog or a wolf in wolf form. Mm -hmm. I feel like this yeah. girl has snapped finally after reading way, way too many. <laughs> paranormal romance stories yeah you would probably slap me and say wait for your orc or your blue security that is right girl <laughs> that's right her mom is very accepting instantly mm -hmm. uh, tegan realizes that oh i think she says that she never got his name but she knows that she can do some internet sleuthing so she looks up the leviathan fitness she realizes that he's the owner. Okay, this is where it escalates very quickly because she uses the picture she sees on the company website to jerk off to. And this is just the end of chapter three. I was like, holy crap. Mm. This escalates very fast, which explains why this is categorized as erotica, I guess. Is it? Yes, it is. Okay. Not saying that we find it erotic, but this is what it's classified as in Amazon. Oh, okay. So it's the next morning. It's 4 a.m. Atlas is at the gym because apparently Atlas always works out at four in the morning. Um, it's his favorite time of day to work out. And I have a quote from when he's at the gym. What chapter are you in? Four. Okay. Beads of sweat matted the fur on my forehead and dripped down into my eyes. I wiped it away with my towel before putting my hat on backwards, pulling my ears through the holes at the top. Okay, two things about this quote. Dogs don't sweat like this. Yeah, right. So this is another inaccuracy for the anatomy, but okay. We're being generous here with the anatomy, I guess. <laughs> okay. But I, I highlighted it because I thought it was really cute the way that it's described how he's putting his ears through the holes of the hat. Mm -hmm. It sounds adorable. Mm -hmm. So after he works out, he showers at the gym and then he jerks well, wait, off in wait, the shower. Wait, wait, before huh? we get to that part, he's checking himself out. It's, I think this is before the part. He's checking himself out and th he thinks, I'm a catch, right? He's a big bad wolf with some body image issues. Oh, dear God. Yeah. And then <laughs> another person that works at there, I can't believe you forgot this part. His name is Kale. He is an orc. I don't think he works there. I think he's just there as a uh, gym member. Oh, but yes, okay. He's, he's there pretty often. Okay. Constantly checking himself out and doing the gym bro thing with his shorts and checking out all his muscles, which I don't understand how he does any of that if he's covered in fur, but okay. Yeah, so go back to the shower part. 
because I wanted to vomit here too. So he showers off at the gym and then he jerks off thinking of her while he's in the shower but then he also thinks oh yeah it's kind of weird and skeevy that i'm doing this at the gym that i own yeah but, thank you, you know, but he justifies it and says a lot of the patrons do stuff like this please and he has a really good cleaning crew <laughs> i'm like okay but you're the owner so maybe you shouldn't do this but okay yeah, I thought it was horrible. And he's thinking the idea of her carrying my pups made my spine tingle. I don't want to mm -hmm. carry a fucking litter of pups. And what are you doing jerking off in the shower in a public place? That yeah. would be a cause for you being arrested in my book. And if anybody actually does this, don't ever fucking tell me because I will throw up on your shoes. <laughs> Seriously uh like i said we're only in chapter four and they mm -hmm. both jerked off by this point mm. later i think it's that same day the gym doors open and in walks tegan of course his tail starts wagging again mm -hmm. i have a couple quotes from when she sees him in the gym again okay so when she walks into the gym she says hi atlas but then she immediately thinks like oh shit how do i explain yeah knowing his name because he never told me his name and she goes oh hey atlas this is what she's thinking you never told me your name but i looked you up on the internet like the total stalker i am masturbated to a photo of you squirted all over my sheets you know the usual she uh, says that out loud no she thinks that in her oh, head okay i was gonna say wait a minute i thought she only thought it that actually made me chuckle and then Why? a little bit later she describes how he smells this description of his smell did not sound good to me at all okay but this is what she says a tantalizing aroma distracted me it was atlas like smoked patchouli and sandalwood he was musky and masculine in the most delicious way i have in to laugh because i also highlighted that and i thought who the fuck in this day and age still likes patchouli let alone smoked patchouli i don't know but is this author a hippie that gets their scents from 7-eleven <laughs> <laughs> that's what patchouli makes me think of of like those little jars of like i don't even know if they still make these things they probably got banned for being toxic but you used to be able to go into 7-eleven get a little jar it was like cat food you would peel the lid away and then it would have like this weird material inside that was full of the scent that's what i think of when somebody says a scent like this well let me it's tell not you appealing to me what i think of since i grew up in the 70s and went and was in high school in the 70s i think of hippies i think of pier one imports and going in there and seeing the little pyramids of incense and incense on a you know that was on a stick that you can light yeah yeah but patchouli come on yeah it was very of all the scents in the world it was very weird but yeah. very distinct i could definitely picture it or smell it in my brain nose as yeah <laughs> yeah so he ends up asking her you know he checks her in and says what what are your goals you know i'm here to help i can keep you accountable and she's like oh yeah you do that for me okay are you gonna read the next thing in there because i have the next part from that highlight oh and she says what she's thinking what if my goals was to have him on top of me could we get there atlas is that what you yes. mean okay yes. she's very forward sexually charged and yeah, well, there's a sexy, furry wolf. 
good God, with a six pack or an eight pack standing in front of her. Yeah, she's, I think, the most sex crazed main character I might have ever read. I think she's just a character that has a good handle on the fact that uh, she's a sexual creature. She may be a little much because she wants to bang a wolf, but okay. (laughs) I'm not saying it was horrible. I'm just saying that she's very forward the whole time. Yes. Mm -hmm. In her thoughts, in her actions, everything. Well, so is he. Come on. Yes, true. This book escalates very quickly. Mm Mm-hmm. Not a slow burn at all. (laughs) She does sign up for the gym. She starts her workout. Atlas sees her struggling a little bit from a distance. He goes over to help her and then mentions that he can do personal training for her. Uh, She says she can't really afford the extra fee. And it's kind of a lot. She literally just joined the gym. Mm -hmm. But she's willing to give it a try if she could pay him in baked goods. Yeah, come on. They exchange phone numbers well, wait, you forget so that, to mention that he tells her, she's like, well, how, how early do we have to get up? He tells her 4 a.m. If anybody told uh, me to get up at 4 a.m., be there at 4 a.m. to start training on anything, I, I would just say later. Okay, so this was in my notes. It says, um, I put down, they have to. They have a 4 a.m. meetup. My next line, sounds terrible. <laughs> Oh my God. It's like, how desperate do you want a guy? I got a lot of that vibe in this book. How desperate, you know, because I am the other end of the spectrum. I'm not willing to do anything to catch you. So Mm -hmm. I I am so far beyond this. It's like, how much are women still willing to do to catch a guy? Vomit. 4am, you've lost me later good luck yeah and she even says something about how bakers tend to get up early because obviously if you have like a bread business or something like that you're kind of getting up early so that you could bake bread but she's like i'm not that kind of baker and i'm like yeah meeting him at 4 a.m she doesn't even ask to compromise and say like five nothing she's just like okay sure anything for you in the next chapter she jerks off again while she's thinking about him and she oh she does that in the shower and then she gets out of the shower and she's got a text message from him waiting for her and he she also has body image issues why would a guy that's that ripped and handsome be interested in someone like me hers i feel like are not as pronounced as his are i'm not sure why it's like that but he was chubby when he was growing up and then now he's the opposite end of the spectrum where he's like addicted to working out and he really is focused on how he looks Right. And all this stuff and never gives himself a cheat day. I felt like hers were a little normal compared to him where his were super extreme. Yes. He's obsessed with himself. And this is why I would never date a gym rat. Mm -hmm. I want your brain. I want your body too, but I want your brain. I want to be able to laugh with you. I want to have intelligent conversation with you. I don't want my entire universe to center around getting your body in shape it's just exhausting physically and emotionally like any sort of focus like that would be too much for me even like say somebody who loved to travel and that was their whole world was traveling planning the next trip even that would be too much for me like i just need a little bit of everything i guess and that's why all you do is read yes (laughs) (laughs) all right i'm just saying a little bit of a Mm -hmm. double standard there Maybe. Maybe. Okay. 
Just trying to <laughs> shine a light on what you're saying, but go right ahead. Continue. Okay. So they start texting in the book. I thought it was pretty cute. I like texting in books. Um, this was done pretty well, but I will say he has a weird addiction to emojis. Yeah, he does. And he uses them way too much in the book. At first it was kind of cute, but I'm like, after not that long, I'm like, really? You're like a 30 year old guy and you're using a shit ton of emojis? Okay. Yeah, you come was, across like a 13-year-old girl. Because of the emoji thing, he ends up sending her a heart emoji and she freaks out. She ends up calling her BFF named Declan. Mm -hmm. Who, of course, is her, her favorite, her best friend who's gay. I thought mm -hmm. of you laughed my head off when I read that. Yeah, I got a little worried because I was like, oh, geez, okay. But he wasn't too bad. He wasn't too, like, right. like stereotypical, you know, over-the-top, crazy whatever just he was a normal i don't want to say normal but you know what i'm trying to say i guess <laughs> yes i do so then the next morning what does my note say oh next morning atlas wakes up and we get a bunch of info about how big his house is how he's not really in love with the house but he bought it when he was with his ex-girlfriend and mm -hmm. she was horrid who was also a wolfen, right? Nope. Yes. Okay. Okay. So then I have this quote here. So he's getting ready for the gym and he's thinking about Tegan and he starts to get like worked up. I had to highlight this because I almost Googled this to see, is this a real thing? <laughs> he's trying to think of a way to keep himself from popping a boner while he's working out with Tegan. Mm. And he thinks maybe I could wear a cup. Oh. What was that thing male models did with a piece of bread in yes! their underwear? Maybe I could do that. I'd probably need two slices or maybe even a burrito-sized tortilla. I I'm sorry. Is he trying to say his dick so big he needs two slices of bread? Yes. That is what is this? Is I this a real thing? I don't know. I Yes. We need, if anybody listens and they, they know, please, please shoot us some kind of info either on Facebook or Instagram, because I thought the same thing. Is it to hide the outline of their dick? Why would you do that? I would think that would only add to the ambiance of checking out in those clothes, but that's me. I have but that highlighted he, too. That's so funny. Yeah, I, I didn't get it at all, but okay, maybe that's the thing. I don't know. So they end up exchanging selfies with one another to prove that they're actually awake at this god-awful time that's probably 3.30 in the fucking morning. Yeah. At some point in this chapter, we find out that he's six foot seven. He thinks that about himself, I guess. Sure. He's always thinking about and his body. He sends her the picture of himself. She responds, holy moon goddess Atlas with heart eyes emoji. And he thinks, thank gods I lived alone because I howled like a teenage wolf girl. Tegan had sent me a heart eyes emoji. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's funny because and I am looking at my Kindle right now. And that's where I was waiting for that highlight. <laughs> that is so funny. We are in... Uh, in tune i'm telling you it's kind of cute but at the same time this is not Three. how 30 year olds act like yes let's hope not and maybe if this was like a high school romance yeah but he doesn't even give then. a crap about a heart emoji so okay um he ends up running from his house to the gym to meet her okay they start their training session mm -hmm. and she not so subtly rubs her ass all over him while he's showing her a move and then she ends up giving him a bj in the middle of the gym yes! and literally not even 10 minutes after she walks in the door and they are open 24 hours uh-huh what the fuck 
and so it was horrible and there is a quote before that where she's he walks in she's leaning on the desk and it, he says to himself her plump ass popped out on full display i wanted to go god really <laughs> i mean I, I guess he's a butt guy I, okay. <laughs> Okay, whatever. Yeah, so she does give him a blowjob. And to make it even worse, he doesn't reciprocate. He does nothing to her and just says, oh, we should get back to work. Okay, I also have that highlighted. Okay. Because I didn't really like the description of how his parts look. I don't know why so much of him is described in a human way. But then this anatomy for him is not human at all this is still very canine it's just one of the inconsistencies in the book i guess well also it, she says when they kiss he slipped his tongue into my mouth and it's rough it's a rough textured surface against my tongue this is yeah and i'm like he's not a fucking cat that didn't make sense either and i was literally just gonna say that cats have rough tongues not uh, dogs yeah and then she just wants to give him a blowjob just from that kiss. She's all, pull out your cock. Please, I need it. I'm like, mm -hmm. really? Yeah. No, three seconds into there. I don't think she's even done one rep yet. <laughs> so. Right. Yeah. And then he, she's like, I guess we should go back to our workout. And yeah. And like, he just yeah. says, yeah, you're right. He does nothing to her. I'm like, oh, that would be another reason to walk out the door. Dude. Uh-huh. Turn about mm -hmm. is fair play. <laughs> Yeah, so this actually had me a little shocked that he's not reciprocating, but then I also was a little glad that he wasn't instantly going down on her. Yeah. Because, like we've mentioned before, that happens all the time in romance novels. Yes. And then it, what's even more shocking is uh, he walks into his office and Fallon's there. Was this not shocking? And Fallon's all shit dude who the fuck was that and and mm -hmm. he yells at him what did i tell you about watching the cameras that hot girl is tegan and if i ever catch you spying on us again i will chop your wings off and throw them in the air fryer for a snack this is the part that i love about atlas and fallon because that was so fucking funny to me when he I'm just hor I was in shock and horrified that Fallon watched him get a blowjob in the gym. Yeah, I, I guess I I was hoping that he had gotten there part of the way through them working out. But yeah, you're right. I'm sure he watched the entire thing. Of course, he's a guy. Disgusting. Yeah. All right, and then he tells him that he invited her to his place for dinner, and. Fallon's all freaked out. You met a girl and you're already inviting her over to your mansion? He's all strong flex, but okay. What the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> strong flex is like trying to say like you're really showing off. Like you're showing all your cards, I guess. Oh, okay. So he's just letting, I don't know. I guess he's, he's just like, are you sure you want to let her know that you're super rich yes! already? He's like saying you don't want her to get the wrong impression. You're Mr. Moneybags for sure. And you want her to like you for yourself, not because of your money. And I'm like, geez, you've got a high opinion of women. But at the same time, she just blew him in the gym. So it's like, <laughs> what does like, that mean? Well, she's very fast and easy. So I could see where he's like, she only wants you for the end game. She's She knows nothing about his personality. Maybe she's just all. very sexual. I mean, let's not slut shame. 
No, I'm not trying to slut shame her. I'm just saying she's, I don't think he's wrong to be a little nervous for his friend here. It'd be like, because even, I feel like even at the end of this book, do they really know each other? Like, I don't there's know. no real character development here. It's all sexy times. Yeah. All right. So go ahead. Okay. So the next chapter is just Celine and Declan helping Tegan get ready for her date. Not much happens in that chapter, but it's kind of cute. And I do have uh, to say, they put her in, I highlighted this, they p- end up putting her in a light pink gingham dress with a sweetheart neckline. And I thought, who the fuck still wears gingham? It sounded horrible. I don't know if she was trying to go for some sort of cutesy 50s dress thing. Yeah, I mean, I you got to think of Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz. That's a like a gingham dress, I think. And it's like nobody yeah. wears gingham, just like nobody wears patchouli anymore. Please get into the century we're in. <laughs> and it doesn't sound flattering to all her curves. Like she's got like one hell of a body with the hourglass figure. Like you're putting her in this weird dress thing, that sweetheart neckline with her rack. You're not showing off the girls like you should be. Well, I don't, I don't know. Here. But then she also says I could wear a pair of jeans that would fit over the twin barrels I call my thighs. Yeah, I don't think of myself that way. Is that her thinking that or is that him? Oh, I don't know. When she thinks it, it's almost, this is like the double standard, right? When she thinks it, it's almost like a put down on her body. But if he's thinking it, it's supposed to be a good thing about how ripped he is. I still think it's disgusting. And then it says, it's him because it says just below the V on my Adonis belt. What the fuck is that? The Adonis belt is those muscles that make the V shape on a man's body. I mean, they go on a woman's body too, I'm sure. But God, he's in love with himself. He doesn't need a girl. He's got himself. Okay, but before that, he mentions gray sweatpants. Oh, yes. I did highlight that. (laughs) Next chapter opens with him trying to get ready for the date. And he's freaking out. And he thinks, what the fuck did one wear on a dinner date when you're an absolute gym bro? He really is. There's nothing more about him. He (laughs) thinks, I was pretty sure gray sweatpants didn't count for date attire other than get flicks and chill, which I could totally be down for with Tegan. But that wasn't what this was. So I was like, okay, at least... We get, I get my little gray sweatpant quote. Yeah, there you go. It's all you need. Tegan arrives at his house for dinner. He's a little embarrassed about how big and obnoxious his place is. He even has a fucking butler. I don't know what you need a butler for if you live in the house by yourself, but okay. Yeah, I don't know. So they finish dinner. She brought over dessert, of course. She opens the pastry box and it's actually frosting packets and suggests getting freaky with some yes that's the other thing there's no way when it is a sticky fucking max mess that's hot go to a sex shop and get something if you want something you don't use fucking honey and you don't use frosting yeah she brings out piping bags full of frosting and it's like you know if you're down for it so of course they relocate to his bedroom he's totally down for it now he does go down on her And then it's her turn to reciprocate and she puts icing all over his knot. I'm like, oh, yeah, this would be a sweet treat when I got down there. (laughs) This is me side. I wish we had video. This is me side eyeing my Kindle. Oh, my God. The fuck? This sounded like the male version of whatever a yeast infection would be. Well, there's a couple of things. One, he's supposed to have this monster cock. Well, I guess she's not going to go straight down on his dick and get to his knot. But yeah, what the fuck? No wonder you have a plump ass. Stop with the fucking frosting. 
And then he <laughs> she she tell <laughs> is each sexual encounter you have for the love of god stop it (laughs) and then the other thing that killed me is that they have a quick discussion about you know birth control and diseases and he's like i'm i'm clean don't worry she's like i have an iud and that's going to prevent pregnancy and then she starts blowing him and he says to her and this is where i almost fucking called you yes that's right such a good girl for me such a little slut for my sharp teeth what the fuck a moan slipped out gonna fuck you with this monster cock now i would have bitch slapped the crap out of him and said i don't know who the fuck you think you're talking to asshole but it's not gonna be me and i would have left i don't go for the degradation in books so he that doesn't is even know her is yeah mm-hmm. it's like maybe after years down the road you need to throw some spice in your relationship <laughs> but at the very fucking beginning stop mm-hmm. calling her a slut and he does this on more than one fucking occasion this is the only way he knows how to dirty talk. I'm not really about that life either. Yeah, come on my cock like a good little slut and I'll fill you with my cum. I would fucking uh, Elena Bob at you and fucking <laughs> just fucking never see you again. Besides this, well, I'm sorry, but I am on a rampage. No, go ahead. So after this i guess she ends up spending that he tells her just spend the night here and she's she wakes up in the morning and says would it be a big deal if we skip the gym today it's like and he tells her um yeah and i thought you just fucked her for the first time where's the romance i mean maybe when it gets a little old and stale but this is the first time you've had sex and you're getting her up at four o'clock in the morning to go to the gym Instead of holding her and having sex with her again, it's like, dude. Okay, funny that that's your take on how this goes down because that didn't cross my mind at all. All I was thinking was she never works out and now he's expecting her to work out every single day of the week. That's a little too much. Yeah, I would think she'd be so sore from the first workout that she wouldn't be able to have sex with him. You need to give your body time to adjust and she obviously never works out. She says so herself, so... Yeah, and Whatever. she asks him, don't you ever miss a day? And he's like, I um, I have some issues when it comes to my body image and exercising. Just mm-hmm. stuff left over from my childhood and from my ex. And anger flares up inside her. She's already he- like his champion and furious that his ex would make him feel bad. He says to her, I just dropped all my emotional baggage on you. And it turned her, it made her smile. And she said... I'm here to help you carry it. And I thought, oh my God. (laughs) I guess that's the romance you get in this book. Because there's really no romance in this book. I guess that's supposed to be the romance. It's maybe romance between two 16-year-olds. I don't know. It's Mm -hmm. not romance. Okay, are are we ready to move on? Yeah, sorry. It's okay. (laughs) Good God. So they do end up going to the gym. Of course, they get get there. Atlas's ex is there. She's a total bitch, 
but she's basically only looking to get back with him for the full moon. Mm-hmm. She says a bunch of mean shit. Mm-hmm. And of course, Tegan overhears all of it. So then Atlas and Tegan have a couple more talks about what it means to be with a wolf in and things that happen during the full moon and all this shit you probably should talk about before you have all these sexual encounters with someone. Yes, but my first statement in this when she meets the ex, she has now known this guy for a total of what, 36 hours? maybe if even yes would you really go this ape shit on an ex where she goes i wish i could say it's a pleasure but from what atlas told me you were an awful partner he deserved better yeah no (laughs) i wouldn't i would just be like oh my god you have a little too much baggage for me yeah yeah later like everything else in this book they move very fast so they go from knowing each other 30 hours ago Mm -hmm. meeting each other 30 hours ago to this Mm -hmm. tells her something about a rut do you know what's going to happen on the full moon she's like i don't know what a rut is All I know is that Atlas is my partner now. And if you ever show your face in this gym, hell, or even in this town ever again, we're going to have a real problem. I don't know how, because this girl is probably seven feet tall herself. Well, first of all, how do you know you're in a relationship? He's your partner. Did you guys already commit to each other? And what are you doing threatening somebody? This would scare me. And I would think you're a psycho and I'd want to get away from you. But he says, thank you for that, baby. He calls her baby a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's like level five stalkerism. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. You better start going to court and signing that paperwork. The rest of the book actually goes pretty fast from this point. Mm -hmm. I think Atlas basically asks Fallon and Kale, the orc guy, if they'll make sure he doesn't go too wolfy on Tegan during the full moon because he wants to chase her, but he doesn't want to hurt her. He goes to her house at one, I guess they have like three days or something until the full moon. So between this incident with the ex and the full moon, he goes to Tegan's cottage for dinner. Oh, he instantly. Can I, I please, there's so many things I need to comment about. Go ahead. (laughs) She's cleaning her cabin that she inherited from her grandma. And her brother shows up and he's a gadget. He's like humans and monsters don't belong together. He's dangerous. She kicks her brother out. But then she's cleaning her house and getting it ready. And it says she lit. I lit my favorite strawberry pound cake candle and straightened the stack of wedding magazines on the coffee table for the 15th time. Who the fuck buys one wedding magazines before they're even dating somebody? And who the fuck, if you're that crazy, leave them nightly arranged on the fucking coffee table for this guy to see? You're insane. You need to run. I figured she just had all those magazines because of her bakery business. I think it's because she's insane. Any guy that sees that is going to panic. Any normal person, I should say. Yeah, because if they were for her bakery business, she'd probably have them at work, Yes, Yes, she would just be taking out the cake part and 
tossing the rest of the magazine. Yeah, true. Okay, go ahead. I don't know. I was too focused on the candle in that scene. And thinking, yeah. What the fuck kind of candle is that? It sounds horrible. Yeah. Just, you know, where's her frosting bag laying next to the disgusting smelling pound cake candle? So anyways, he loves it. It's small, but it's cozy. And I think it's near the woods, right? So he loves that about it also. Yeah. And then he does end up telling her what happens on the full moon and what he has planned with her, what he wants to do with her. The next day they go to work out again. Mm-hmm. And okay, I have a quote about the fucking light cardio they're doing because this shit is not light cardio. <laughs> I, honest <laughs> to God, I didn't highlight anything until the end of the book. So go right ahead. He's thinking it's probably best we rest up for tomorrow because that's when the full moon is and he's going to be chasing her, right? Yes. So he said, so I was thinking we could do some light cardio today. Nothing too crazy. Maybe the Stairmaster for you and the treadmill for me? What? Yeah. The I, fuck? I've been trying to build up to the Stairmaster at the gym. And I'm like, every time I think of doing it and like, I think my legs will die and I will pass out on the thing and embarrass myself so yeah that's not like cardio for especially no, for someone that's not that, like cardio yeah at all i'm like who the fuck is this somebody who's never used a stairmaster that and then she ends up doing it for an hour <laughs> yeah it's like, because they were watching a tv show yeah come on that's the least believable part of this whole fucking book okay that she was able to do it for an hour yeah <laughs> And then That's walk funny. the next day and run through the woods? <laughs> and not ha be hospitalized? That's funny. That's the most unbelievable. <laughs> yes, that is the least believable part of the entire book. <laughs> okay. Absolutely no way. She's running through the fucking woods the next day? No, she'd be walking on jelly legs. Yeah, she would be in the hospital. What do you mean walking? She'd be, <laughs> she'd be crawling to her cell phone for 911. Yeah. Nobody can do an hour on the Stairmaster if they never work out. I'm sorry. Yeah. The night of the full moon finally comes around. Ugh. She does run through the woods and Atlas chases her. Oh, the guys are somewhere in the woods where they can hear, but they can't see anything. That's another uh, lot of a, voyeurism in this book. She's a little scared, but she loves it. Of course, he ends up catching her. He goes down on her and then he has sex with her. He does end up nodding her and then he mate bites her. I'm sorry, but I have to quote again his so-called sexy talk. Mm -hmm. He's doing her and he says to her, you like it when I talk dirty, don't you? Just like you like a little bit of pain. Uh-huh. Tegan mumbled as I thrust my hips to meet her. Such a good little slut for your big bad wolf. And she's like, Atlas, Atlas, as I drove her towards her orgasm. And he goes, that's right, my little monster fucking slut. Come for me. You're such a little monster fucker, baby. A little freak. Mm -hmm. That's when I stop my notes. I'm like, I... I'm tapping out. I'm sorry, but I... <laughs> no, it's fine. I did not like his dirty talk at all. Yeah. The only thing really after this is the epilogue. It's a couple months after this mating incident they had at the full moon. Of course, they're having sex all the time like rabbits. Uh, he ends up moving into her cottage. And then he proposes with a ring. Yeah. Um, why? If he's mating her, why is he proposing with a ring? That part I didn't get at all. Because it's a human writing the book. Mm, yeah, okay. And maybe because <clears throat> even though 
he's did the mating part with her he wants to give her the traditional mating here's a ring baby i've always wanted to marry a monster fucker baby will you marry me (laughs) (laughs) oh my god okay so you go first tell me what you thought (laughs) i fucking hated this book it was torture to read it I gave it one dry panties. I think someone needs to, and I'm sorry to this author, Ashley Bennett. I'm sure you're a very nice person, but if I knew you personally, I'd be throwing you in my car and driving you to a therapist to find out what the fuck are you thinking if you think this is sexy. I mean, I guess if you have a thing for anime wolves. <laughs> okay, well, I'm that's gonna, how the book opened. I'm gonna Google anime wolves. I, care right go ahead please make me stop i would give this book two panties only because there were some parts that were very funny okay and i thought some parts of atlas were kind of cute like he does tail wagging his i liked how his little ears go through the hat holes so some stuff sounded kind of cute but then other parts i didn't get at all like what was up with his I have to talk, I'm sorry, about his penis because at one point she describes it in chapter 17 actually and says his massive cock hung limp between his legs. Yeah. Why would it be doing that? It's not... <laughs> it won't, it wouldn't do that ever. Like it would be broken if it was like doing that. It should be only ever pointing up, right? I spent way too much time thinking about dog and wolf anatomy in terms of his anatomy when quotes like this were happening. That's not how it would work. Well, if he's not stimulated, you wouldn't even be seeing it. It would be. Exactly. Yes. So I don't know. My answer (laughs) to that is I don't fucking know. Yeah. So things like that threw me. And then like he talks about washing his hands. It's like, you don't have hands. He runs on two, two legs because he uses his front legs as arms. So I'm like, you're kind of human ish but not human-ish. I don't know. That kind of stuff threw me. And I really didn't like the excessive use of emojis that he kept doing. That was really annoying to me. So As long as it's only the emojis that were annoying to you. Jesus Christ. Okay. (laughs) No, I'm just... I don't know. This book was kind of cute, but also really out there. I don't get this kind of... What do you call the thing when a book is... A certain kind of way. Oh my god, I wish I had words. Trope? Yes. I don't get this kind of trope. I need to stop reading these kinds of books. Because I'm sorry, I shouldn't be judging people. Well, I'm sorry, I'm going to judge you. Because sex with an animal is just wrong. Yeah, but then we like read that lizard man book. But that was weird. There are no lizard men. There are wolves. There are dogs. There are... Yes. Okay. I think maybe because those books lean into the weird and the alienness of it. Mm-hmm. But this book didn't. It was just supposed to be like the usual, I guess. Yeah. Okay. It's not my trope. It wasn't really my thing either. And so I don't know. I guess we just have to be, I'm pretty sure we said this too when we read that anthology, but we need to be a little bit better about reading the blurb and checking the books out. Maybe I need to start reading the reviews before we read the books. Yeah. Cause you <laughs> picked this book. Well, this was one of the books we had on our list of potential books. And then I thought it would be good because it's set in the gym and this is our new year's episode and everyone has their resolutions. Okay. But this is not, it's no. not how it is. No, <laughs> it's, it 
definitely not how it is. So I apologize to the author because I'm not an author, so I shouldn't be judging, but I'm judging and saying this book was not for me. Which is fine. It's not for us, but it is for other people. She's actually got a lot of reviews on Amazon for it. So obviously people like it. Yeah, it's not my thing. So do you want to say what the next book is or do you want me to say it? Uh, I'm excited about this next book. It's called The Frog Prince by S.J. Sanders. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a very short book, but I am obsessed with frog princes because they're adorable. (laughs) Um, And when I saw this book, I thought, oh, there's actually a book about a frog prince. I really want to read it. So I'm excited. What do you think? Yeah, it looks different. I mean, the blurb sounded kind of interesting. I don't think I've ever read anything about a frog prince I haven't. It sounds cute. What are you reading now? I'm sure you're reading something. I am reading. So I actually had an ARC book that I received like a month ago. And the book actually comes out February 3rd. I think I might be wrong about the release date. But I wanted to read that to make sure that I got, you know, it done with the review and everything in time. Sure. That book was really good. It was Well of Ada by K.B. Benson. It's book one in the Fallen Kingdom series. It's about trolls and a different world. And basically what happens is there's the human realm. And then you have this well, like a creepy well in the middle of the forest. And kind of like in exchange for wishes in the well, Mm -hmm. people will get... (laughs) like tossed into the well as sacrifices basically. And then they go to this troll dimension, troll world. Oh. And it's really like bloody and gory and they have to fight for your life. And that was really good. So that comes out in like a month. So I finished that. And then the book I'm reading right now is Frost by C.N. Crawford. I'm like 30% into it. It's okay. It's really predictable. It's like... Um. Um, kind of like Hunger Games meets Bachelor TV show. This girl is a fae living in the real world. So it's like urban fantasy. And she's not living in fairy because she's like a castaway. But then, of course, the Sully King is looking for a new bride. So he comes to, I don't, not sure why he comes to like the real world picks a bunch of people because the a hundred contestants are going to fight to be his bride, to be the queen. Oh God. It's okay. It's a little too, so far I'm getting a lot of Hades and Persephone vibes off of it. Mm. Oh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty over that retelling. Okay. I don't, but it's kind of a quick read and we'll see if I finish it, if I like it. I'm not sure if I will. So I am currently reading beside the book that I kind of stopped reading the book that we're going to review next because I started it. It's a really short book and it's like, I don't want to finish it too far in advance because I won't remember anything about it. Mm-hmm. So I realized while I was looking for what do I want to read that I never finished the impassioned choice by Rebecca Hefner. So 
I went back to reading that and I'm excited about that. But I also started reading because I'm apparently addicted to T.S. Joyce. I started reading Quick Draw Slow Burn, which is book number three in that series about the bull shifters. Okay, but what did you think of Dead of Winter, which was book two? Oh my God, I loved it. I laughed and laughed and laughed. There were so many freaking things in that book that were hilarious. It was so good. Okay, so now you're reading book three. How are you liking it so far? I'm really liking it. At first, I'm like, wait a minute, who is this girl? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, that's who she is. Mm -hmm. But I am liking it. But yeah, the, the other one was really funny. I mean, the fact that he had a girlfriend starter kit. I'm like, how does she freaking come up with these things? I don't know. I loved everything about him. He was so good. Mm -hmm. Yes. And he's at it again in this book because they all live near each other. Um, and other than that, I'm today I'm probably going to work on our... Oh, that's the other thing. Do you remember when I sent you our agenda for our Scotland trip? Okay, yeah. Can, if you have a chance and you find it, can you send it back to me? Because I can't find it anywhere and it's really upsetting to me that I can't find this dang trip to go through it again. And I may start emailing start an email back to the travel person i'm interfacing with because i tomorrow is going to be stressful and i'm gonna mm -hmm. i'm pretending like everything is okay and so i need okay. i need stuff to pretend like this isn't happening because i love to live down the river of denial and that's where <laughs> yes. my that's where my boat is sailing until mm -hmm. one o'clock tomorrow. Oh, and you better, um, I was going to ask you if maybe you could bring a notebook because depending on what this person says to me, I won't be able to hear her, um, let alone okay. remember what she says. And if intelligent questions need to be asked, I'm not going to be able to do it. Uh, I'm hoping that you can. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. Okay. What time are you going to pick me up tomorrow, babe? Um... We got to be there by 1230. Yeah, probably 1130. Okay. It's not that far away. It's like 30 minutes away. Okay. Well, you're going to need to slap <laughs> me to calm down. So that's probably a good plan. Okay. <laughs> All right. And then other uh, than that, I'm going to call the sewing machine company and tell them, good God. What the, what the fuck? Give me my money back. Yeah. All right. All right. Good luck. What are you going to do today? Just relax. I don't know nothing i have no plans for today and i want to keep it that way okay good just relax i'm really just doing nothing lately and really enjoying it <laughs> <laughs> are you at least watching tv or embroidering anything i'm not embroidering anything right now um i am i don't really have anything to watch on tv i don't know what i'm gonna do today all right maybe Maybe take a nap. I don't know. The, oh, that the world is my oyster, but I'm not going to leave my house. <laughs> yeah, that sounds lovely. <laughs> Napping is always a good option. Yeah. Okay. Well, you have an, a right. great day. And um, I'm sorry. I apologize once again for how tough I was on this author, but I'm just, I'm not reading these tropes anymore. Just so you know, if I start another book with you and it's the same kind of plot, I'm just I'm tapping out immediately. Yeah. Or just call me and say, like, we need to switch books. Okay. All right. I'll see you tomorrow. All right, babe. All right. All bye. Right, bye. Thank you for listening to the Bonded Books podcast. You can rate and review us on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Our email is bondedbookspodcast at gmail.com. And check the show notes for a link to all of our social media. Thank you.